Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Welcome to the Riverside Flow Service from the Macarius Church Headquarters with God's servant, Bishop Eddie Addy. At the Riverside, you are watered, revitalized, established, and spurred on into victory. Be strengthened as you listen. wonderful privilege we have to be in your presence have your way amongst us open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law in Jesus name Amen please be seated for spiritual appointments we are in the week of his passion And the Lord Jesus came to this world. I think the song says, He came to love, heal, and forgive. He bled and died. Is that not so? So this is the week of the betrayal. Actually, this week we can preach so many sermons. How you can be betrayed by your associate pastor. Watch out, associate pastor. You can be a Judas. (laughs) These are all topics that can be preached. Do you understand? Because this is the week beginning from Sunday was the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. But also um, it was the week, the night before he was betrayed, the feast, the Passover. How you can be warned and not heed to the warning and still fall into it. Jesus warned many times. Somebody asked him directly, which of us should betray you? And he said, when we are, as we are eating, anybody to whom I dip the sop or I give like I dip the bread into the wine and put in his mouth. He is the one. And he did it to Judas. And Judas still went to betray. It's like you are still not sure that the man has spotted you. And he ate the thing. Satan, the Bible says that as soon as he ate it, Satan entered into him. Do you see how you can be near Jesus and still be filled with demons? It's also a topic that can be preached. This week, the revelation is no more. Because Judas was very close to Jesus. And yet, he betrayed him. I mean, he was filled with the devil. Satan, hello, am I on air? He was filled with Satan himself. Yes. Because you, 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 many of you take things for granted. I'm in church, so... Demons cannot enter me or I'm not the type who is influenced by devils. 
Peter was very close to Jesus. When Jesus said, I'm going to Jerusalem, even he there before Jesus went to Jerusalem, he, Satan came upon him to prevent Jesus from going. Yes. So all of us need to watch out. Because every time when it is said that, as for Orangus, there will always be some. And since I've been alive for 60 years, I've seen Orangus at every stage. <laughs> when I was when I was when I was in my 30s. Yes. When I was in my 40s. When I was in my 50s. And now that I'm even 60, they are worse ones. So when we say be careful because today you are happy and tomorrow you may find yourself being the one who is selling your father your prophet your rabbi your master your teacher you are the one who is on facebook casting insinuations especially those of you who are used to updating status and updating Facebook posts you are used to that life so you are often on in that world making comments on people's posts posting yourself couching phrases making a design and colorfully presenting them you see you, you are already active so you, 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 you are a social media activist so you are the type of person that can easily get onto Facebook and start fighting your father from there there are some people on Facebook the last time they posted anything is 2019 so you can see that such a person if it's not flu he won't go on Facebook if it's not church prayer meeting he doesn't go to update anything he doesn't post photos his last photo is I mean like some photo of 2018 do you understand so we all need to learn especially in this week as we are entering in let it renew your commitment to loyalty to dedication to fatherhood because you can one day you'll be surprised you will be saying that for away with all this fatherhood nonsense i've heard somebody i heard somebody say that forget away with all this fatherhood nonsense really really and that is why on sunday i've been preaching and i'll continue next sunday well hopefully i don't know but i'll continue i started to talk about mighty foundations going deeper to do more for God you need to strengthen the base of your beliefs because sometimes I see that people don't really believe the things that they are hearing you see them like looking at me as I'm preaching but in their eyes their eyes are open but their ear and their ears are hearing but the spirit does not embrace what is being taught and solidly base have a deep conviction about what they believe these days I realize that when I'm going to preach the Lord leads me in what I really believe what I'm preaching 
is something that is not like I'm now learning it, but I really believe it. Yes. I really believe it. My, it's in my heart. Because I learned many years ago from the prophet that the preaching that changes lives and affects people is the one that's from your heart. The psalmist says, my heart is indicting a good matter. Yes. <laughs> or, the, I think NIV, one of the versions says that my heart overflows with a good theme. Psalm 45 verse 1. I will recite my verses for my king. Yes. Your heart must be overflowing with the theme you are talking about. Do you understand? When it's not from your heart, it's just some pages you are trying to finish because you are, you, that's what you are preaching for the day. But you are just, so you are just running through. It doesn't have that lasting effect. So that's just a good tip for pastors who preach. There are pastors who don't really preach. I mean, so this may not mean much to them. But if you preach, it's very important. That what you are going to preach must come from your heart. So, brothers and sisters, believe in the things. Pray that the Bible says that when the Holy Spirit comes, He will convict you of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Which means that He will give you strong beliefs in about what is judgment, what is righteousness, and what is sin. Whatever, whichever direction it's zeroing in on, it gives you, he gives you a strong conviction about it so that either you run away from it or embrace it or are afraid of it. You are afraid of judgment, you run away from sin, and then you embrace righteousness with your heart strongly. Yeah, not that the church. As for lighthouse, hey, loyalty you as for lighthouse. And you are in lighthouse, you don't even understand loyalty, the message loyalty. You don't understand it. You have not read the book, and neither do you remember what was ever preached on loyalty. Because you have not strengthened your foundations. That's why you are not doing much for God. Because for you to go deeper, and when you go deeper, it makes you ready to do greater things for God. Yes. So, this week has a lot of messages that I'm sure when you listen on radio, you see that pastors are preaching so many different messages. On on uh, Sunday was the triumphal entry, so that one pastors may be preaching about a funuba. Yes, a funuba. Me now I'm standing my home. Di mi esi ma poma tinabia. My odisio, odisio ponqua media die, eh, wo, osra himemo. Metunum, metunum, amaminyanko pon, meboni But a funuba is the donkey that was untied for Jesus to ride on, is now singing a song and say, hey, me. A funuba that's a donkey like me that they have untied me with Sunny Mahoma. Like I am now a royal. I'm now being elevated. Because as Jesus was riding on that donkey, 
the people were laying their clothes down for Jesus and the Efunuba was now so he felt hey me I normally walk on dusty ground now I'm walking on people's clothes only the reason why I've been elevated because of the person I am carrying yes or as a son is like royal children people of royalty I'm now I'm counted amongst them that now they are laying their clothes down for me to walk upon it what a blessing so some pastors will preach about that donkey that was uh, lose that donkey and let him go <laughs> yeah the master has need of you can also be the topic yeah now after he has entered the even hosanna can be another topic that people preach then the week begins with him entering going from place to place he's in jerusalem um the, the already the priests are bored with him because the the crowd they, has grown thicker and thicker and when he told they told jesus to let the people keep quiet he told them that if these people should keep quiet the stones will immediately cry out so they were not happy with him and they were looking for opportunities come to see judas is there a way you can help us to catch your master and you are very close to jesus you eat with him you are his financial controller you already been stealing the money then there's a lot of money in the bag and still you want 30 pieces of silver that's why i say you have to be careful and pray for yourself and be sober and then go deeper in what is taught don't just be shallow when they say listen to messages listen to the message with your bible on the side so that when you hear preaching that something is being explained from a verse and you hear you don't think ah eh is that what the bible says and you are not sure check from your bible check from your bible i'm always checking sometimes i can be driving and park on the side to check a verse before i continue my journey oh yes but many girls are not spiritual don't listen to messages just videos forwarding videos people's video ah and many boys they don't read the bible they just watch movies pornography always thinking of blowing sex always these boys are they have nothing else in their head only blowing someone has filled your mind how can your mind be filled with blowing and blowing of time food sex and just happiness yes Your mind is full like as you are even in the church. It hasn't left your brain. Your brain is still swimming with a lot of these type of things. Do you see? <laughs> they are not spiritual. So you will see that as they are teaching, it's not even in your mind that I'm going to check what is being preached. I'm going to see whether it's in the Bible, whether, and then I'm going to really stand on it. Yes, and, and root myself in the teachings. You see, me, and when I was um, a worship leader, I was a worship leader. When the church began, I found myself being the worship leader. I don't know whether because I like, I don't know whether I like singing. I don't know whether I like singing, or I just like worship. I don't know, but somehow I fell into it. Okay, 
Then as the church was growing, I realized that Bishop was now teaching certain things systematically. When he started to teach loyalty and disloyalty, it was camp meeting. You know, then he would teach these points. They were not, we didn't have books those days. So he, he has notes, a notebook that he's, he has prepared his points and he's preaching from. As we continue to grow, I realized that the teaching became stronger and more deliberate and systematic. And I was still leading worship. And I was his friend. And I used to play golf with him. I don't think we were even playing golf in those days. Where I don't know what we were doing. But we used to meet virtually every week somewhere. Somebody's home will be fellowship. But I realized that my friend has got a certain knowledge of the word. And even though I'm walking by him regularly, I got to steer myself so that what he's teaching, I know it and understand it. Well, you can be with your friend, he's teaching, but you don't really know what he's teaching. But it will be assumed that since you work with Bishop, you must know what he teaches. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. So by the grace of God, I also began to now take the words and the messages and the systematic teaching, not because I'm going to teach, because I was a worship leader. I hardly ever preached in the church like turn your Bible to this, then I'm the one preaching. No, 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 you'll not find it. I'll be the one leading the worship and maybe some prayer to begin and then worship and moderating the service. But during that time, I took the teaching seriously. I started to you see the message on loyalty and disloyalty. He 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 sort of was probably doing a kind of Bible study. Of how Absalom became Absalom. I don't know why it, it but the Lord, of course, must have given to him because over the many virtually about three decades, this message has been blessing many churches, and still when it's preached anywhere, eh, it causes a revival. Like recently in uh, uh, Argentina, there was a mighty move of God as he taught this same message that was preached more about 30 years ago or more. Yes. And so that teaching, as I'm walking around my friend and my pastor and my bishop and he's teaching it, what am I supposed to do? I started to take the Bible and also start to read the story. Because I've never read the story. That apart from what he tells us from Absalom, uh, his sister was raped, then he was angry for two years, he didn't mind his brother then he made a party, then he killed his brother, then his father was very angry with him, then he sort of went into hiding, then he came back to town, then he started to talk to the people, then he, he, he went to town and announced that he's the new king and 200 people shouted Absalom is king and David took off and so on I mean, that thing, it was only what he was telling me from the pulpit is what I knew of that story. But if you are going to go deep in any teaching, you can't use what is being said, paraphrased, and told you in the, in the pulpit as your knowledge of that story. 
you have to take the Bible and also read it and understand and underline and see various lines. And why does he say that Absalom is in the stage of hurt and offenses? Why does he use him as an example? Then you know it yourself when you read that. That's what it is trying to say. But most of us are not spiritual. You are shallow. You are not deep in the things that you hear about in the church. So it's like beyond what has been said in the church and the pulpit. You have no other further study of what has been preached. That's why the Bible notes the people of Berea that they receive the word with all readiness of mind and they seek the scriptures daily to see whether those things were so. And you see Christians won't study. They will spend time on their hair. They will spend time on uh, uh, TikTok. A lot of time on Twitter. A lot of time on uh, Instagram. A lot of time on series watching. But not the study. Personally. Bible crown from maybe. And you wouldn't write notes too. And wouldn't note where the verse has been quoted from. So it doesn't have a good idea of it. And that's why when by and by the wind blows eh, and persecution or some kind of a little hardship comes upon you because of the word and because of the ministry, you fall away. And the winds that are blowing to shake people and blow people away have not stopped blowing. They are still blowing. Hey, the Bible says that the wind will blow the rain will come down and the winds will beat the floods will come up and the winds will beat vehemently against every house that you are building so you people huh manager are you are you with us the one in glasses hello are you here are you around mm. what i'm saying listen oh you people People have sat in front and listened and heard these words and even preached them, but it was never in their hearts. Because when you hear the way they speak, you can see that this guy, what he's saying, it meant that at the time that you were preaching, that thing had not entered your heart. But if something enters your heart, no matter how long it takes and the difficulty you go through, it doesn't change you. You are singing nicely in the choir. Will you be the next person to put me on Facebook and say, oh, there's a church, one of the, one of the churches of the man is in a place called East Ligon Hill. There's a man be there. Go and see how he's always insulting the people when he's preaching. <laughs> so I'm saying that this weekend is a week of bracing yourself and taking heed to yourself. Because I tell you, you two winds are blowing. Be rooted in Christ. Be rooted in doctrine. Be rooted in truths. Be rooted in what you hear. If the thing you are not clear about it, ask questions. Seek clarification. Find out how is it possible that this verse is supporting this point. I don't see the link. What is the link? Then somebody must help you and you understand. That's why Basenta Center is necessary because it's to help you get a deeper understanding of what you are hearing in the church. Because you just feel that I've come to church. I've come to church. Young, I do this as a for. I can't put you as a for. Young, 
Young master, young Christo, Christo, I'm sorry, Christo, I'm sorry. Yes, in prim prim. Well, I'm sorry, Keke. I'm so fine. Any preaching they preach, you assume that you know it. How can it be possible? How can it even be possible? It's not possible. We have read Psalm 37, we've read it, we've used it to preach today as we're praying. You can see that there are depths of understanding of the same thing you have been reading. So, when you hear something and you go to bed, it's like you are not serious, and many of us are not serious. One day when Jesus comes, you may easily not go to heaven. I'm telling you. You see all these, you see them sitting on Facebook and insulting their fathers. Have you even seen some believers even standing on Facebook to insult their former employer or something like that? It's like this and this and this talking in oh a a Christian, a pastor, a bishop. You see them talking as though they have never read the Bible before. Resting the scriptures for their own advantage. So you people, look, take it. Judas was working with Jesus. Jesus said that, look, one of you should be, will betray me. One of you. So there are 12 people, they say one of us. Why don't you be looking at yourself and say, hey, one of us. Hey, is it me? John, check me. Oh, am I the type who can betray our Savior? Oh, when they say betray, betray is not, it's like a very big English word. So some of you don't understand when you say betray is just like you turn against somebody and go and tell people that this is where he prays. The Bible says in John 8 from verse 1 that after they had had supper they went over the brook Kedron Jesus went out unto the Mount of Olives then verse 2 says verse 2 verse 2 verse 2 and early in the morning he came again into the temple and all 18 not 2 not 8 please 18 John 18 when Jesus has spoken these words he went forth with his disciples over the brook Kedron where was a garden into the which he went with his disciples and Judas also knew which betrayed him knew the place for Jesus oft times resorted Peter with the disciples which means that it was a place he went to often to pray and Judas knew the place it's a private place it's like if you want to catch him a very good place to catch him because that one there will be nobody there because they have tried arresting Jesus several times but they couldn't because of the crowd you are afraid of the people but if we get a quiet place that he is alone we can capture him he said oh I know a place we, we normally go there in the night to go and pray so I'm going to show you so you can catch him see somebody who is with you as he's eating with you his mind is that tonight he's going to lead soldiers with swords and spears bow and arrow to come and catch you as he's eating with you, sitting near you to your right hand, or I don't know where he was sitting, but very close to Jesus, because Jesus said he will put something in the person's mouth. It shows that he is the one who will betray him. He put it in the boy's mouth. And still, the man didn't say that he has found me. Because they can be preaching. Oh, for Akuma, and so preaching. So when it's applying to you, you will not even be aware. 
There are several of you, no notebook, no pen, no uh, 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 notepad from your, uh, no note taking. You won't write anything, you know, and you are not as intelligent as uh, Einstein. Understand is very far, isn't it? <laughs> so I don't know who else to mention. That's why. Well, I don't want to mention anybody's name. But you are not as intelligent as Bill Gates or any of these people. Or, or the people who do national science and math quiz. The national science and math quiz. You are not as sabre as them. So you don't remember things like they do. And yet you won't write too. So tomorrow you see that you are as though they never preached. They never mentioned anything. They never said anything. It's that like you have never heard these messages before. Then you find yourself being the one who is leading a band of soldiers to go and capture your savior. They slap him. You'll be watching from afar. Hey! Is that what you meant, Judas? Is that what you meant? And I tell you that sometimes when you hear some of the pastors who write on Facebook, you can see that if they, they were to capture their father and they beat him publicly, they will be smiling. They will be smiling. And you ask yourself, how did you get there? Because he was your father. You were close to him. You loved him. Because sometimes we are not deep in that thing. We don't really take our hearts to believe in it so today just for a few minutes I want to just list four spiritual appointments because we are in the season of his passion that we must go deeper into if we are going to do more for the Lord are you with me still or you've gone home hmm In Luke chapter 14 verse 26 Jesus spoke to those who were around listening to him and he said if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters yea and his own life also he cannot be my disciple you may read this chapter and say, Oh, it doesn't mean that. It cannot mean what he's saying. Because, ah, how can you hate your mother, your father, even your own life? I mean, why? That's not what Jesus means. Ah, he's the one who said, Honor your father and mother. He can't mean that you should hate your mother, father, and so on. But you, you, you think that it can't mean that. But following Jesus is not, isn't easy. <laughs> Senior following Jesus is not easy it was not easy for those who were standing around Jesus neither is it easy for us today but many of us want Christianity and following Jesus to be very easy so you can't accept that if you are going to be a disciple, not a pastor not a full time pastor not a bishop, not, not an apostle, not a missionary but if you are coming to be a disciple means somebody who follows you to learn he's a learner he's learning he's following you he's a disciple a discipulous somebody that you are teaching you are guiding (laughs) he says that if you are going to follow him to be a disciple ha 
you are going to have to be, be when you compare yourself to the, the, the relationships with the relationship with Jesus it must be like a hatred must be like a hatred and whatever you hate you can go away from it without thinking now he's talking about your mother your father your brothers your sisters and even your own life do you understand then what about your boyfriend <laughs> or your girlfriend eh? <laughs> you see even your mother you are supposed to hate your brother and you see that the believers cannot accept then they'll come and ask you a question like so um, what am I supposed to do he is the one who sponsors my mother pays our school fees gives us money in the house so what do you think I, so what should I do am I the one who should ask such a question why don't you go and ask Jesus who gave his instruction so that's like it's not so it's like it's not as it is i mean it can't be that you hate your mother your father your brothers your sisters and your very life well jesus knows that following him eh, there will come a time when you may have to choose between your mother and him your father and him your brothers and him your sisters and him your wife and him your children and him job cry he has not mentioned because these are the dearest ones these ones there i mean crane crane to crank cry you have to go to your wife go to your children and go to your mother go to your father but job there so what he's trying to say is that the closest thing to you and the most serious relationships you have can even be sacrificed for jesus but open another interpretation so that it's not so strong and water it down so that it can be easier for you but jesus has not made it easy for us this week is the week of his passion and this is the week where you are going to have to resurrect your discipleship yes now many of us are not disciples of jesus because you love yourself too much that's why you can't go through traffic to go and meet the Lord in his, in his church. But all over the city, there will be a, there are churches having weekday service. And there are members who are going there with their commitment, with their hearts. They are there. They are singing. They are uniformed. I can show you videos. I can show you videos. What you are doing is not how God is saved. What you are doing is not how we serve God. To just come and it's like, if it's convenient for me, I come. But if it's not convenient, I don't come. It's, that's, not how, that's not how Jesus is saved. That's why he said, a disciple there, not a pastor. You think it's for pastors. And pastors there, many times they are even forced to come because it's like, Charlie, you are a pastor. <laughs> Necessity is laid upon you. And sometimes you can see that if the person was not a pastor, he would not have come. Because <laughs> the same body tiredness and the traffic is faced by the pastor. But because he has that title, he has to force and represent. But Jesus is saying that no, you will get to a place where if, if you are a real disciple, nothing can stop you. Even imprisonment wouldn't stop you 
police threats will not stop you governmental opposition cannot stop you but there are some of us if there's a little governmental opposition you will stop coming to church small covid you say you can't go to church you see a lot of christians you say you're on facebook maybe today you've come on facebook and the lord is addressing this particular issue since covid came you say you are online since when was god worshipped online when he said assembling of ourselves together not you are online offline even you say you are online but you are offline 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 you know it you know it offering cry you won't give some tight you won't give but you say you are online and you say you call yourself a christian i just don't know your name i would have called it on the air Mm. Mm. Hey. Okay. Hmm. There was a young man, he came to Jesus. Matthew 19 21. He came to Jesus. Hey. Matthew 19. Just go before, just a few verses before. Like. 17 16 let's start from 16 and and behold one came and said unto him good master what good thing shall i do that i may have eternal life you see rapid jesus good master man raps hey what good thing should i do to go to heaven eternal life and he said unto him, Jesus answered, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt in the entire life keep the commandments. Then the man said, Ah, which one? Jesus said, Ah, the commandments are normal. Thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, and thou shalt honor your father and your mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. He just summarized all the commandments. Follow this one, you will go to heaven. The man said, No. The man said, all these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I? You see, because he can see that following the commandments is good, but there must be something else within that thing, because the commandment following doesn't seem to be enough. And it was not enough. Otherwise, Jesus would not have gone to the cross. Then Jesus said unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me it's like if you are coming to follow me you are a rich man you have a lot of money and the money is what has held you up (laughs) if you are going to be my disciple you are going to have to sell everything give up everything and then give it to the poor and then you come and follow me it was not easy for him the message but when the young man heard that saying he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions so somebody who has great possessions and you are holding on to it ah, you <laughs> they have not even asked for your possessions they just said bring a tithe tithe 
tight no cry who a man son you and god hey lord <laughs> it's not easy me if i give up my touch i can't eat oh ah is that what they mean i don't think i'm sure they say we should give a good offering and not a tithe a good of and a good offering is not the same as tithe <laughs> even giving a pledge is not the same as a tithe Somebody said he had great possessions, but <laughs> somebody said that the great possessions had him. They had possessed him. Then Jesus said that he went away. So he went away. He didn't follow Jesus. And Jesus said unto the disciples, Verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Yes. And again I say it is easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God let me just list my four spiritual appointments these are appointments like things that you have to go through if you are going to be a disciple of Jesus and we must reawaken this, our commitment to these appointments this week can you hear me well my voice is coming well okay alright no problem number one appointment with losing and loss loss and losing Yes. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. Matthew 16:25. And whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. You are going to believe and learn to lose things for Jesus sake. Paul wrote in Philippians 3:7 he says, "But what things were gained to me, those you can pause your music a bit." Thank you. Those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless. And I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus, my Lord. The excellency. Not just the shallow knowledge of Jesus, but the excellency of the knowledge. It's like I want to know him excellently, not just superficially. So I have to count the thing that again, like the thing that maybe you have bought a flat screen, but you have to count as though you have not bought a flat screen, so you can't watch anything. <laughs> the thing that again, you have to count them as loss. You have got a job, you have to count as though you don't have a good job, as if you don't like the work you are doing. And I thank God that I've worked before in a secular institution. I worked for five years. Yes. Oh, yes. Five years. I did service for six months. And after that, they employed me fully. And I worked for five years. And after that, I went into full-time ministry. And I was working. When I entered, it wasn't long when they lifted me very high. So it was very high. I was working at some powerful place. Yes. Very early. Yes, with a bungalow and car and everything. Driver, if I need to go anywhere in Accra, I get driver. Very early I got. Yeah. Mapon Matanabia. <laughs> I've explained that to you already, isn't it? And I was not even living in Accra. I was living in Akusa. And the church was in Kolibu. And I would come from there for weekday service. And Sunday service. And sometimes, if there's an all night, I won't miss it. So I don't miss 
Tuesday service. I don't miss Friday all night or even prayer meetings. And then Saturday, I'm already in town. And Sunday service. And I leave Sunday night or depends if there's a flow of PFI or fellowship with pastors. I stay and then I go Monday morning. Early morning, I take off. Sometimes I didn't even have a car. I would stand at motorway and, and believe God for a lift. And I always get a lift to go to the office straight. By 8 o'clock when the people are reporting, I'm sitting in my, on my desk. I'm, 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 I've arrived a long time. I've come for all night. I've done outreaches, crusades sometimes in the weekend. I've had services, two services, three services. I've stayed throughout training, different things to the night. And I've arrived back in there as though I've not gone anywhere. As though I don't have a good job. As though I've not been employed. And Akusa is 89 kilometers from here. From, I think, the end of the motorway. Before you start the journey from there to Kualibu. It's not simple like that. Man, you, your work is at ministries. Your work is at Satosu. Your work is at Shiashi. Or someone say, I cannot go for weekday service. It's too traffic. And then I haven't eaten. You haven't eaten. You are supposed to deny yourself. It's like you should not love yourself. But your stomach is worrying you. Do you know the amount of time we have eaten kelewele as our main supper on the way? <laughs> yeah, carry me the go. But today's believers don't want to lose for the master. He says, if any man will come after me, he says, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Paul says, the things that were gained to me, for me, I counted them but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus. The excellency. Oh, if I know a little bit of something in the Lord, is because I also counted some things as lost for the excellency. So that uh, the other day somebody said, hey, you can preach, but I wish I can preach like you. I said, that excellency of the knowledge, it calls for some loss. Calls for some loss. Calls for some loss. As I'm standing here, I don't have a team. I don't have a team in the Premiership. I don't have a team in La Liga. I don't have a team in uh, La Prima, La Pre, Primera. I don't know what Primera. I don't know Primera what. Those of you who are into those things, tell me. Primera. Yeah, Bundesliga. <laughs> and and uh, uh, Ghana Premiership. I don't have a team here. I don't support Kotoko only, only has, uh, I don't know who are the other teams. Like, uh, Pando House of Lions, uh, Ediana, Ediana, Brekum Chelsea. I'm not, I don't support any of them. But I used to be a supporter of, of uh, House of Folk. Yes. I was, a, I was a good supporter of House of Folk. I followed every match. Oh yes, and I watched some. And I was a good footballer too, so I liked soccer and things like that. Number one, number five. Oh, I was, I was even in the junior school team. Oh yes, number five. Yes, defender. I could play table tennis, but 
when I wanted to go deeper in the Lord. Oh yeah, I, I used to support Arsenal in uh, Premiership. Now, if they are playing, I don't even know whether they are playing. But some people can be in church. It's like, while we are in church reading our Bibles, they open their phone, swipe a bit, they check their life scores, say, mm, we are leading by three goals. Preach! But then, that's when they shout, preach! Because they have seen that their team is winning. <laughs> They've got the motivation that their team is winning. But me... I don't have a team and I'm not if you win, fine. Even now I'm following I, I'm, I'm swinging. If I see that this team is winning, then I say, okay, that's my team. Then I see that they lose and I say, hey, I'm going to go here. Go and support another team. I don't know why should I follow teams with my heart? When sometimes later you'll be told that they, they sold their match. Oh yeah, they fixed their match. I, I saw that in a uh, uh, Italian league they relegated about four or five top teams to third division for match fixing I said but when I'm watching them and they strike and hit the pole how can you hit the ball to hit the pole well, you are going to score no you hit it goes straight to the pole like, ah, is it not how can you arrange that one because the pole is very tiny sitting there it's not easy to hit it if they give you 100 balls how to hit it pa, 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 pa. Uh, they are professionals so they know how to do it okay yeah, I don't follow it because I, I, I count them but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus oh yes because I have to now listen to messages I have to watch a preaching video I have to read a book and check the verses and underline it at the same time you are playing soccer and to God be the glory the tension that comes when you are supporting a team has also disappeared from my life. But when, when as soon as I support the team, no, not tension at me. Hey, as they are, I can't even eat. <laughs> so I, at a point I said, no, 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 no. If Black Stars, Black Stars is play, I will never watch live. You won't get me. When I go and sit and I see that, hey, they have scored one pet, then I don't even, I can't even, I, I become, I become bizarre. Because Ghana, if we lead by one, hey, I feel now I grow up at dribble or 18 and pass to goalkeeper. Then they pass to him the 18 Namudi Agro. Hey, don't you watch the people in the, the white people when they are playing? They kick the ball away. You are not coming to dribble, dribble. I said, that tension well. Bishop Saki used to support Liverpool. When they won the Champions League recently, he said, Hey, I've stopped following the people. The heartache is too much. Cannot follow. I count it back loss. But you are still holding on to teams. You are doing soccer bets. Your money is finished. You are still doing soccer bets. The small money that is left for food, you have divided it into two to do soccer bets in case you may win. And then you go to MTN and do quick loan. Now we can't send you Momo on your phone. When we send you Momo, you say... Bishop, welcome in. You have killed me. Bishop, you have killed me. You should have called me. You should have. I said, ah, but that's your number that I know. He said, no, 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 that number. I don't use it for Momo. You are owing MTN. <laughs> don't 
Don't send it on this one. I'll give you another number. Loss means you you come to be with without certain things if you are going to follow Jesus. Losing means you will suffer the deprivation of some things. You'll be deprived of some things. You'll be deprived. Losing means you'll be, a, you'll be unable to keep or maintain certain things in your life. There are things you have to stop keeping them in your life. You can't maintain them for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Number two, the appointment was suffering. I'm going to just list them because they are in the book. You can go and read. A lot of preaching, talking. Still doesn't bring changes. But we are still talking. Your appointment was suffering. Hmm? In Philippians, Philippians 1 verse 29. Philippians 1 29. He says, for unto you it is given in the... Everybody shout the verse because you, you don't read the Bible. So let me help you to read tonight. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ not only to believe on him but also to suffer for his sake. Having the same conflict which ye saw in me and now here to be in me. Suffering. Not only to believe, but <laughs> the whole charismatic world, we are always thinking of, oh, believe, have faith in God. Yeah, I'm, be- I'm believing God. I'm believing God. I'm believing God. I believe, I believe, I believe that the Lord, you believe, but you should, I suffer. <laughs> Not only to believe, but also to suffer. There are things you have to suffer for his sake he has not made Christianity easy I'm telling you that's why he says that the the way to that place is very narrow yes the door is very small and the road is very narrow and few people find it may you be one of the few I said may you be one of the few yes so we are not only called to be believers we are called to be sufferers for Jesus and it's not easy to suffer when you know you are going to suffer we normally don't choose the suffering all of us want convenience and shortcuts and easy life suffering means you'll be subject to pain distress, injury, loss or something unpleasant suffering a lot of our sisters are suffering in the sense that maybe if you have an option to marry an unbeliever and you choose not to marry an unbeliever for the sake of Christ you suffer the shame of, maybe there's a shame or a stigma, I don't know what it is but there will be something associated that you are not married it's a type of suffering if you're a brother you don't have a wife and you are on heat <laughs> <laughs> Mama, you are supposed to smile here because it's, 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 it's funny. 
Ah. <laughs> How about Christ smiling? <laughs> you are on heat. You are suffering. Recently, I have a dog in my house, and there are no females of its type. It's a short, this type of small poodle, and the others are big. He can't even reach there, so <laughs> he can't do anything. So one day I was called on an emergency. My dog was suffering. Why? He hasn't, he hasn't done anything since he was born. So his, this thing was suffering. <laughs> so the vet has to come. I think he gave us some prescription, something to do. I think pour water on him or something. <laughs> It's a, it's a major suffering. Brothers can suffer. And when you don't want to suffer, you find yourself committing fornication aplenty. And it becomes your lifestyle because, like Charlie, it's difficult. But what he's saying is that we have not only been called to believe. But we have been called to to suffer. It's like this thing there. Yay. They also worry, worry. So on nam, just walking around. After now, you are suffering. I say I can't endure it. You should endure. So and you too, you are suffering. Then you are watching things too. You like you say you like romantic films. <laughs> so. Oh yes. Oh yes. Suffering means you will experience adversity, affliction, hardship, and misery in life. Okay? First Thessalonians 3, 2 to 5, it says, And we sent Timothy, NASB, our brother and God's fellow worker in the gospel of Christ. To strengthen and encourage you as to your faith. So that no man may be disturbed by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we have been destined for this. For indeed when we were with you, we kept telling you in advance that we were going to suffer affliction. And so it came to pass as you know. For this reason, when I could endure it no longer, I also sent to find out about your faith for fear that the tempter might have tempted you and our labor should be in vain. Paul said we must be confirming the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in their faith and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of heaven. Acts chapter 14 verse 22. Third appointment is the appointment with sacrifice. Sacrifice. We are going to have to make sacrifices. And this season, let us renew our commitment to sacrifices. God will call on you to make sacrifices. There are basenta leaders who are making sacrifices. And none of those sacrifices will go waste. 
in Romans 12, 1, he says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Sacrificing. Making sacrifices for God. You are going to have to make sacrifices of your money, of your time. Yes, that message of making sacrifices, giving up something for Jesus, your time, you can use it for something, you give it unto Jesus. Your money, you can use it for a new television because the, the old one is spoiled. Or your phone is spoiled. And now you have to make a commitment to God or you have pledged to give God something. You have to make that sacrifice. One of the qualifications of those who stand in the presence of God is that they swear to their own heads. They swear to their own heads. It's like, yeah, I made the promise to give 10,000 CDs. And now, yeah, I have to, uh, the school fees is on and where my eye was on something and it didn't come. It hasn't come. So what do I do? Yeah. And the 10,000 is standing there. And the pledge is looking at you. And it's only between you and God that this pledge has to be fulfilled. God, a lot of people take and they don't even bring it back. Because when they go back and the weather changes, they change. But in Christ, we are called to make sacrifices. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. When you are moving, you are a sacrifice that is moving. You are no longer your own. You don't belong to yourself. You can't control your life. That's why he says that if you are not prepared to give him your life and lose your own life, it's like your own life should not be so dear to you like that. You must hate yourself. Eh? You cannot be his disciple. That's why many of us are struggling to serve God. Because you don't want to give up anything. You don't want to make any sacrifices. You don't want to give up your money. You don't want to give up your time. You want to just spend time with your children, with your husband, with your whatever, with your television. With your news at seven. Some people are committed to news at seven. Eh? Seven o'clock. You want to be sitting there. Colon, 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 colon. Do they still play that song? Eh? do they still play that thing they've revised it eh? <laughs> that's 7 o'clock they've modernized it that's 7 o'clock news is coming on prime time news there is a television program it happens at 8 o'clock it's like if you check your time for maybe center service and check your time for the program. It's like, yeah, it will cross into the thing. I will miss it. Oh yeah, now Christian sister, because he doesn't want to miss the 8 o'clock beginning. He wants to hear the signature tune, the song that is played before the program and then the list of names of people who are coming to act. He reads all before the thing starts. And then finally, our appointment with death. Our appointment with death. 
Luke 9, 23. And he said to them, to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. So this week, it's not just Jesus who is carrying cross. You too, you are supposed to be carrying cross. Your own dear, you have made it a very nice ornamental object around your neck. Into a cross now, Ukraine. Some kind of silver something be with some lights. <laughs> when the light goes on it, it starts to sparkle. So is that your cross? You are carrying your cross. That's not the cross we are talking about. The one that you are dying on is the one that Jesus is calling you to. Everybody will carry the same type of cross. Even if they don't knock nails in your palms and so on. What it means is that be ready. Get yourself ready. Even to the death. Even to the death. Even to the death. So this week, God is calling us as Christ. You know, it's nice to say, oh, it's the week of his passion. I mean, it's the week, uh, whatever, and the, the passion of the Christ. Some of you have even watching the passion of the Christ. Like, you are refreshing yourself with the film, with the movie. Yes. But Christ is also telling you that if you are coming after him, as he carried his cross to Golgotha, you too must carry your cross. Yes. Of suffering. To the death. To be crucified with Christ. Many Christians are too alive to be used by him. In God, they say something that there's a little adage or proverb or axiom or I don't know what they call it. It says that it's like the dead goat, the body, the dead, uh, the dead goat eh, does not fear knife. <laughs> The goat that has died, when you are brandishing your 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 sharp now that I'm going to divide it, I'm going to cut off the head, I'm going to bear it just it doesn't it doesn't say anything. Either you can do whatever you want to do. Doesn't say anything. The dead goat. And the way version is what? It says what? It means what? Ah, okay. It's the same. A dead goat is Ekbokuku. Doesn't fear is what? Mevonao. 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 Mevonao ku. Yes, death. Mevonao ku. Ekbona kuku. It's not as powerful as the Togbono Shekaklagbeye. You know that big, 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 big is powerful. The Togbono Shekaklagbeye doesn't fear knife. Many believers are too alive. That's why you quarrel a lot. You are not dead. You are not crucified with Christ. You are too alive. If somebody, even some pastors, if they mention your name, they don't add reverend. Hey, excuse me, eh? Where were you when I was ordained? You, you people, you, you don't, you, you never want to mention my title. Eh? If they are calling your name, say, they didn't add the pastor. <laughs> One brother, he told me that, eh, 
He doesn't respond to his name unless they add pastor. Yes. He said he has finished Bible school. And they are not, they are not adding the title pastor to his name. So he, when they call him, he doesn't respond. Why is that? You have not added pastor. So now I, I started hearing pastor something, something pastor. I said, ah, who is that? He said, oh, is this? I said, ah, you are in my house. You are calling yourself pastor. Now, what about me? When they call him, they say they are shouting at me, shouting at me, shouting at me. There's somebody who has finished Bible school. They're always shouting at me, shouting at me. <laughs> hey. Because you are too alive. That's where the pride, eh? Pride is what makes you too alive. You can't die. You lift yourself. It's like they must accord you respect they must say thank you they must acknowledge the work you have done they must acknowledge that you came to sweep they must acknowledge that you came to work they must call your name they must say the vote of thanks and add your name very well otherwise your living self will arrive they will hear from your lawyers when they close then hello hello uh, everything okay? Yes. Hey. Because yourself is too much. That's why he says, deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow the master. This week, we are rededicating ourselves to these four appointments. Appointment with loss and losing. Appointment with what? Suffering. Appointment with what? Sacrificing. An appointment with what? Death. Yes. Without this, a lot of the work we are doing cannot go far. Because somebody would have to make some sacrifices. Yes. This jacket suit you have worn is going to be the same for the maybe next six months. Why? Because if you buy another jacket... You can't bash your people. Because you need money. The money for the jacket will need to be used for bashing Good Friday bashing. Once we minutes on white jacket. So it's like because you can't give up the white jacket, you say that, oh, you can only bring two buses. Meanwhile, you could have brought seven. You could have brought seven. And there are people who have stopped bashing because they, they are tired of making sacrifices. And that's why it says, you must take up your cross daily. <laughs> daily. Today my children are quite close to me. Come to me quite regularly. With their spouses. For fellowship, for games. Oh. No, 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 no phones, just playing cards, different things, laughing, teasing ourselves, stories like that. Uh, very nice. But I remember many times when it was as though me, I don't like my children. Because I'm not going to come to the house and look at your homework. I'm going to church. And I'm teaching others. And I'm following up during the week. And I'm doing visitation. Yeah. Sunday night, you have to listen to the news. 
and summarize it so that they take it to school the next day. The children, they don't understand the news. So it's almost like it's the parents who have that uh, homework. And me, I finished school a long time. It's not now that I'm going to do this type of work. Hey, if you do that, it means you don't really love your children. No problem. I'm supposed to hate them anyway. Hate your children. When your children are young and they are preaching this message, you can't believe it because ah, you say, well, that, that's not what the Bible is saying. Ah, how can the Bible say that you hate your children? Then why did God give you the children? But that's what it means. I left my children. As though I don't, I wasn't mindful of their academic performance sometimes in the morning as they are going to school it's not that we are doing the homework say, yeah, this one is wrong this one is wrong this one is wrong say, hey, in the car you say, no the traffic too is slow so hey, hey use the eraser erase here this one is not correct write this write this by the school time before you are doing the last question buy newspaper in the this and say which news is making headlines by all means they read it yesterday then you just find some few sentences and make uh, the news that was in the news and then they take it to oh, 10 over 10 <laughs> you have to use strategies you are too fixated oh this Edwitta used to bring her children these days she doesn't but she uh, used to bring them weekday service to be in the church she'll be breastfeeding at the age one and a half years you see that the baby that has teeth she's walking she's running around and then they will pull her and then she'll be she'll, she'll... hey one day I told her that ah, but this thing is a weapon of mass distraction oh, this is what Igwe has been enjoying the house and you are, you are, you are showing it to the public like that it was as though she doesn't like being at home with their children to be a real mother. And there are some Christians who have made these comments and, and, and reduced us. Yes. Made that feel you. Hey, your children are running. Hey, your children, they'll become this thing. Oh, then you suddenly you stop coming for things. But I got to look after my children. God told the Israelites, these children that you are uh, complaining that they will die in the wilderness, they will rather go to the promised land and you will die in the wilderness. Because your complaints and your memory are are too much. You are not fit for the promised land. These children you are complaining about, they will not die here. They will not die here. They will go to the promised land. Your unbelief and your memories and your complaining and your whatever you are are always unbelief and and fighting me and fighting Moses and fighting Joshua. That is what will not make you go to the promised land. Don't obey anything. You don't follow anything. You say you are God's, the Lord is your shepherd. But nobody can make you sit and you sit. As the Bible says, he maketh me lie down. They can't make you lie down. They can't make you go for center service. You will never yield to a shepherd. You will never yield to say, oh, if bishop was coming, then I'll come. But this one, he's just, uh, he's just one of us. Not that has become a shepherd. He's a shepherd. You go, he's teaching. He's teaching him, but it's not like bishop. You see, you are not a proper sheep. That is why God is calling on you this week. 
as you remember his passion the week of his passion leading up to his crucifixion on friday and resurrection on sunday renew your own commitment to the cross you are supposed to carry because it is calling on you to lose something it's calling on you to suffer some things it's calling on you to to sacrifice some things and it's calling on you to be ready to die for his the master and when all is said and done the lamb that was slain he was worthy to receive power and wisdom and riches and power and glory and 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 honor and blessing and glory all seven blessings were associated with his accomplishments and god will do the same for you when you make sacrifices you'll be said that oh abba who was slain is worthy to receive power and receive riches and receive wisdom and receive strength and receive glory and receive blessing and receive honor may all these blessings be yours as you renew your commitment to these four spiritual appointments in Jesus name lift your hands father thanks a million for your blessing in bringing us this way we thank you for your word that is alive we pray that you grant us grace to be doers of the word and not hearers only thanks a million lift your voice and say lord i'm committing myself to these four spiritual appointments the appointment to lose the appointment to suffer the appointment to sacrifice appointment to die for jesus lariko Malike safindeli miya zawato siamika faline de zieke palo nasivye roka shile mahandele mo karadizia eye mahandele moshia kabale oh yes lord oh yes grace to lose grace to suffer grace to sacrifice grace to die daily for the master andula makatariada leoto sumie mahandeli gadaze blessed be god father thanks a million thanks a million for your word we thank you in jesus name amen if you are here tonight you are not a born again christian we want to pray for you to give your life to jesus wherever you are um, i want you to pray this prayer everybody put your hand on your heart and pray this prayer with me say heavenly father i thank you for tonight I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap for Jesus. My heart has found in you a hope that will abide. We trust you have been refreshed by the word of truth, rightly divided by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. on the Riverside Flow Service. 
and connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. God richly bless you. Take me.